Welcome to Fairfax County's EnviroPod. I'm Scott Coco. This is the podcast where we talk everything environment in our great county, especially the efforts that our Department of Public Works and Environmental Services put in to ensure our safety and the lasting endurance of our environment. Today we're talking about one of the systems that has lasted and endured and truly ensures our safety, uh, the Noman M. Cole Jr. Pollution Control Plant has been in operation serving Fairfax County community for over 50 years. And joining me to talk about it is Mike McGrath, Director of the Wastewater Treatment Division. Mike, welcome to the show. Okay, thank you, Mr. Coco. And first off, 50 years, you know, I've seen the aqueducts in Rome. <laughs> you know, 50 years, nothing. Yeah. <laughs> no, really. Uh, so just to start off, um, tell us what you do for the county, how long you've been involved with uh, protecting the environment and what you uh, what do you got going on? Okay, so um, I'm director of wastewater treatment for the Noman Coal Plant. Uh, it's located down in Lorton. I'm one of about 100 county employees who work there. We're uh, essential county employees who keep the facility running 24/7, seven days a week. Let's see. So I got into the, my first job protecting the environment was as a high schooler in upstate New York. I I got a position with our job with a youth conservation corps doing a little stream water work. And then since then I've, I've mostly concentrated in water and wastewater, done a variety of different different jobs and for the past 15 years or so I've been working for the county. Yeah, we've talked about to a lot of the folks from the department and I always ask how they got into it mm -hmm. and some of them have really interesting stories about, you know, they, they were out in the woods and loved being in the woods yeah. and so they always wanted to protect that. And yeah all the folks uh, walking around the waters of, of, the, of the county. It's interesting to, 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 to see how they get involved in, uh, in wanting to do that and yeah. then stay with it. And so you were from New York and went to school up there? Or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And how did you get down here? Uh, actually, a job. So I was hired by a, a company who was working on the Occoquan Reservoir, um, and, uh, and they needed some more engineers, and, and so I, I went with that company. Excellent. Yeah. So let's talk about the Pollution Center. What exactly does that system support, and how does the wastewater plant protect and improve public health? Okay. Big question. It I, is. It I is. know. It's it a, is. It's a large like facility. It does a lot, but just does, let's, let's give the folks an overview. Yeah, and I'd like to start kind of big picture, too. Mm -hmm. So, you know, first we talk about sewer pipes, right? So the county has, man... Um, probably over 6,000 miles worth of sewer wow. pipes. And uh, some of these are storm sewer pipes. Storm sewer pipes take rainwater, runoff, runoff from the rain, and, and get it out of parking lots and move it into, into creeks and streams. Okay? Then there are sanitary sewer lines. Now, this is what I'm more involved in. So the sanitary sewer lines take sewage from houses and businesses and transport it to treatment plants. Um, the Nomen M. Cole Pollution Control Plant is one of those wastewater treatment plants, and each day it receives 50, 40, 50 million gallons of sewage each day. It's enough to fill 80 Olympic-sized swimming pools. Each day it, it receives all the sewage. It, um, we remove about 40 tons of pollutants every day. Wow. Yeah, that's a lot. And then most of that reclaimed water goes to the Bohit Creek. Some of the reclaimed water we use is reuse water, um, about 500 million gallons each year goes to an industrial facility. About 25 million gallons a year goes to um, irrigation, Little League Field, uh, Laurel Hill Golf Course. We've hit 50 years yeah. this year. 1970, we put 
the um, current system in place. Yeah. What was around in the county before that? So what was around the county before that were, were smaller little tiny package plants. And each one of these little tiny package plants um, was, oh man, the technology was, was pretty primitive. Just what we call settling tanks or primary treatment. Primary treatment, that's what we call it in the industry. Um, when the Noma Coal plant came, it consolidated. We were able to close all those little tiny plants around the county um, and move it into a, a, a bigger and uh, more technically advanced treatment plant. So it provided not only the primary treatment, it provided secondary treatment, which is biological treatment. Um, at the time, this was before the Clean Water Act was enacted. Mm -hmm. um, the Clean Water Act required that all plants have secondary treatment in the United States. And so this was actually put in place before the Clean Water Act required it. Um, over the years then, we've, we've done a lot to, uh, lot, to, lot to improve it. We can talk about that in a little bit if you want. I also wanted to point out, back in 1951, the Washington Post had, ran an editorial. They characterized the Potomac River from Three Sisters near Georgetown to Hollowing Point in Mason Neck, Fairfax County. Yeah. Characterized it as an open sewer. Wow. And so it was really, you know, that kind of pushed to start doing things. So it wasn't really until the 50s and 60s that these little treatment plants came in place. And then Noman Coal was, was, was a step up. And, and so the, I know, we, you grew up, I, I grew up here and certainly not wanting to fish or even, yeah. you know, go anywhere near the Potomac. So hopefully that is greatly improved in the last 70 years, right? You, you know, it is. It is. And we actually have, um, we have researchers that can tell us how much it's improved. So we've got uh, a group of our scientists on plant have partnered with George Mason professors. And for the past 35 years, they've been running a study on the Gonston Cove. The, the professors look at the biology, our, our scientists look a little bit more at the chemistry, um, and they've been able to document how, the, um, how, how it's improved. So they've shown that the water's so much clearer. Submerged aquatic vegetation, seagrasses, have increased like threefold. There are fish that, that, that weren't present 50 years ago that, are, that have come back. Oh, wow. The, the alewife, for instance, it's a, it's a native herring. And then, man, we've seen videos where there's just tons and tons of fish. In, in the Gunston Cove. And then we ourselves at our plant, we've seen otter, you know, feeding on those fish. So all that's, all that's come back in the 50 years since this treatment plant's been in place. Wow, well that, that's great news. That, you know, there's something that you really don't hear about. Uh, you know, we always, again, we always heard horrible things about the Potomac, yeah, yeah. Um, but it, 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 that's good. And so do you guys work at all with the, the Maryland side uh, of the river at all, or, or just to, to, for environmental issues? So, yes and no. So that, you know, we're regulated, we're all regulated under the Clean Water Act, so we all have similar rules. But then each state has its own special rules. Maryland rules are slightly different than Virginia rules. Um, but we're all working to, to improve the Chesapeake Bay. You know, we're trying to meet a, an EPA deadline. Um, and, and treatment plants are, 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 are meeting, those, meeting those goals to improve the Chesapeake Bay on so, both sides. So this plant is 50 years old, mm -hmm. but we're not currently working with 50-year-old technology, correct? We're working with some 50-year-old equipment. Oh, trying wow. To keep, trying okay, to keep that so, so how, how is that challenge? And so that is a challenge. Yeah. yeah, working with that equipment, what changes and improvement have been made over the last 50 years, how, how has that been improving over time? Yeah, so 
actually, I, I'd break that up into two, two different questions. Uh -huh. Okay, so, so one, um, we can talk about how the technology's changed or how the plants changed over 50 years. Back 50 years ago, it was rated for 18 million gallons a day, okay? So again, that's 36 Olympic size swimming pools. It, it's, it's quadrupled in size as Fairfax County's population has increased. And so it's, it's grown bigger. In addition, the technology has changed. So I mentioned that secondary treatment, that biological treatment. You know, we've added to that advanced treatments and tertiary treatments. So we, we added some chemical removal and filters to remove phosphorus. We added um, biological nutrient removal to remove um, ammonia and nitrogen. Now, when you say biological, I happen to know what that means, but there's probably a lot of folks that don't okay. quite understand what that is. Yeah. Those are microscopic organisms that feed off of the materials that come in, correct? Yes, yes, yes. Okay. And on a given day, every day we have sitting in our tanks, we have about a million pounds worth of bacteria that are their microscopic bacteria which are consuming dissolved dissolved pollutants that uh, that we couldn't remove otherwise now, years ago I worked at a, a military facility and uh, they were doing some certain uh, projects but they had uh, on location they called it the bug farm yeah. and they would actually clean the water that they were using on site and it was coming out of the site cleaner than <laughs> it was going in. Yeah. But so I, I, I've been able to see that kind of stuff kind of firsthand also. Yeah. Yeah. So we, 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 you know, we try to create environments for a, a lot of different types of bugs as well that, that, that remove different types of pollutants. One of the newer facilities, about 10 years old, is a moving bed bioreactor. We've got these little plastic pieces, and we grow a slime oh, on top of this plastic. Saw that in the video, yes. Yeah, and and they they'll consume certain um, certain pollutants. Yeah. And so, what are all of the pollutants that we are getting rid of out of the water? Huge amount. So um, I, the most the biggest one, public health, biggest one is is pathogens, uh, disease causing agents, um, COVID, for instance. So the plant removes ninety nine point nine nine. Nine nine percent of all those pathogens, organic matter, and so if you've got organic matter, you know, think feces or something like that, ends up in the wastewater. You know, it'll just make the water nasty if it's not removed. Yeah. But it exerts an oxygen demand, so so it starves the water column of oxygen, which which kills fish. You know, fish need oxygen to breathe. We remove solids, so we want clear water, uh, and so we're removing ninety nine percent of all the solids that come in. Nutrients are really important, or they've been um, important in recent years. Nutrients like nitrogen, nitrogen phosphorus, right. um, phosphorus. So these act as fertilizer for algae. And if you've got too much algae in the water, it, it affects the clarity. Also, when that algae dies off, it too then then decays and it robs the water column Suffocate, of oxygen, yeah, okay. suffocates the fish. Uh, pH, you know, so it can't be too acidic, too basic. So we keep monitor of that all the time. We actually we try to make sure that it has oxygen in it, so we monitor that continuously so that so there's enough oxygen in the, in the water for fish to breathe. We add chlorine for disinfection, but then we have to make sure that chlorine doesn't, doesn't go out because that chlorine itself is going to kill fish. Mm -hmm. And so we act, have to add chemicals to remove that chlorine and monitor that. We, we also do, um, we'll sample, the EPA has a sample for 100 different pollutants like heavy metals and pesticides and things like that. And so we'll do that on a periodic basis. Oh, um, one of my favorite tests is the annual toxicity test. So for one week, we'll grow um, 
uh, minnows and uh, water flea, and nothing but our water, our treated water, to see if they survive. Luckily, and does that go well? That goes well. <laughs> okay. That goes well. <laughs> Since it's one of your favorite, we're yeah, just yeah. going to, okay. So this all sounds incredibly complicated, and I didn't write this question down, so... Yeah. What kind of folks are employed? You said 100 people, and this sounds complicated, and this just not like, you know, Joe yeah. Public going down there. So are these engineers, chemists? Uh, what kind of folks are, are employed down there? Yeah, all sorts, all sorts. So it takes a team. So we've got about 100 people. Um, it's run 24-7, so we've got operators who staff it around the clock um, and on weekends. These operators are... Most of these operators are um, high school graduates that, that we've trained and are certified by the state as, as qualified to operate the treatment plant. Um, we've got over half a billion dollars worth of facilities. We were mentioning these 50-year-old pieces of equipment. Mm -hmm. So we've got an excellent um, team of, of mechanics and electricians and um, instrumentation techs that keep these things working. Run a warehouse, in fact, the largest warehouse in the county in order to, in order to bring the equipment in wow. or th that we need to... Um, the chemicals in that we need to run the run the processes and uh, and, and repair the equipment. You know, I mentioned the scientists. So we have you know chemists and biologists who run a lab. We've got IT people. Can't have you know. Certainly need um, need your computers. We've got teams of engineers and accountants. You know, need to pay for it. So it's 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 a it's a large group doing a variety of, of tasks just to keep this thing working. And again, um, really dedicated. Ed, and you had mentioned um, you're adding a number of different uh, treatments along the way, and bio biological was one of them. What were some of the others, just a reminder? So we, we added biological treatment. We added um, three different types of biological treatment, which we try to advance that as, as we go. Our latest one is, um, is UV disinfection. So we're going to replace the, the chlorine disinfection, essentially killing the germs, using bleach. Instead of using this, um, the bleach, we're going to use UV light to, to, to deactivate the, uh, the bacteria or, or pathogens, disease-causing agents. Yeah. Uh, so it's going to save us in chemicals. Um, it's going to save some costs there. Um, but it's also going to save trucks worth of chemicals coming in. It's going to, it uses a lot more electricity, but we'll actually be able to reduce our greenhouse gas footprint uh, because of the reduction in chemicals. Wow, that's good. Yeah, so it is good. This is due to come online early next year. So the place is 50 years old. You've got a lot of old infrastructure and equipment. What does the future hold for the plant? So what does the future hold? So in one way, more of the same, okay? So if, the, if, if we get more population in Fairfax County, then we're going to expand to meet that. Um, as technology, as scientists promote new, you know, find new ways of, of, of treating better, and getting lower and, and, and reducing, you know, new pollutants, we'll, we'll start, we'll implement those. The future also includes maybe, again, more of the same, like reclaiming the water. Maybe we'll reclaim more water for other, other users. Maybe we'll reclaim other things, recover other things. Maybe we'll recover nutrients and, and, and maybe use those as fertilizers instead of, instead of just throwing them away. Energy, uh, greenhouse gas and footprint, so I mentioned that. And so we're, we're trying to find more effective ways to treat so that we don't use as much natural resources, we don't use as much electricity, we don't produce as much greenhouse gases. Um, so I'd say that's, that's, where the, that's where the future goes. Is there concerns over the, the age of the equipment that you have now and being able to replace it or kind of 
fix it as you go kind of thing? How does how does that uh, yeah, no, how does a, that work? That's a great question because I, I feel like that's where we actually invest most of our day-to-day time. Um, so we have, you know, some of our equipment is 50 years old, um, and um, it's used continuously. So think of a, a washing machine. You know, you may have had a wash, you know, certainly you have a washing machine. Maybe you use it once a week, start, clothes start right. getting dirty. We're using our washing machine, our, our equipment, 24-7 all the time. Um, for 50 years. For 50 years. So, so, <laughs> so yeah, as you can imagine, you know, the parts wear out, um, it starts to break down. It, but at the same time, when we go to try to replace it, try to fix it, you know, it's hard to do that. You have to turn it over really quickly, mm-hmm. you know, otherwise you're, you're in trouble. I think I, before this, um, in preparing for this, I, I calculated we receive over 100 five-gallon buckets of water every second. So it's, so, you know, so we have to get things things going pretty quickly. So that's difficult. Um, we do have trouble getting parts. So for instance, um, I keep going back to, the, we've got a 50-year-old pump that we worked on this year, and parts are no longer made. So we, we had a manufacturer try to replicate this. Uh, it was an impeller, this, this thing that pushes the water. Um, unfortunately, they did too good a job, and so we've actually had to send it back for them to detune it because <laughs> it, it, um, uh, the motor we had just didn't work with it. And so it's, it's, it's tricky. It's tricky. Have you looked on eBay? We have ordered parts on eBay. <laughs> yes, yes, we have. We have. Uh, instrumentation um, goes obsolete really quickly. And so we have bought some things. So instrument. So, um, okay. Yeah. That, that's a challenge. <laughs> so how does our system compare? To, okay. I, I do have to. I, again, we invest a lot of time trying to keep things working. We also we do have a capital renewal program. We are investing about $25 million a year. You know, thank you, Board of Supervisors. Thank you, ratepayers, um, on, on renewing our facilities. Okay. And so there are, you know. That makes us feel better, yeah, right, right there. <laughs> so how does our facility compare to other facilities around the country? Compares really well. Um, so we're an award-winning facility. There are about 16,000 wastewater treatment plants around the United States. Um, one of the national associations keeps track of, of who's complying with the Clean Water Act uh, regulations. Um, we've had a very good compliance record. Uh, for the past 35 years, we've received an award from that industry group. And we're only a, a handful, maybe a couple dozen of treatment plants across the country have, have been able to do that. So we've won, yeah, we've won numerous awards. Uh, recently, we, run, we're, we were notified that we won an award for um, called Utility of the Future Today. Um, in which it recognized less than 100 wastewater treatment plants around the country that are that are trying to be forward thinking and, and, and trying to do things to uh, yeah do things the right way. And that's kind of one of the points that I you know I was looking at. Yes, it's 50 years old. There are challenges we've got um, in place. Obviously, infrastructure investment that we're going to be doing, but we're still out there really being a successful. Yeah, hey, it's great. It's fifty years old, and it's going to be put out to pasture. But things are going to be improving yeah. well over time. That's yeah. that's a really great story to put out there for the folks. As far as stuff from the community, what are some of the the and which we've talked about on this podcast before? Sure. We had Melissa come in and, yeah. and talk. Melissa Atwood talk to us about it. Is what are some of the challenges that you were worried about people within the county? 
putting in the system that causes this 50-year-old infrastructure to possibly have problems. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so, so I've, the sewers aren't a uh, aren't a trash can. So you got these pipes. The pipes leaving your house maybe about four inches in diameter, and they can get clogged up pretty easily. Um, they can get clogged up by grease. We call fog, fats, oils, and greases. And so, like when you pour hot oil down your down your kitchen sink, that it's a liquid when it's warm. When it cools off, it it becomes butter solid, and and eventually it can clog your your pipes like mm-hmm. your like your arteries clog. Did Melissa tell a story about the London fat fatberg? No, no. So um, the sewers in London found a uh, a congealed mass of this fats, oils, and greases, the size of a a London bus, and their <laughs> and their sewer system. After Double clogged up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So obviously, you know, um, pouring grease down is bad. Also bad are are wipes. I don't know who markets these these flushable wipes, but um, but they don't break down in the wastewater like like uh, paper toilet paper does. Right. And, and it causes problems. Um, we had situation, we, we, we changed our bar screen so it's not quite as bad as it was, but, um, but there was a time where we were taking down pumps every single day and a, a man had to reach his arm in and just pull out handfuls of this, oh this the, these wipes and crap associated with it. And so it's, it's, it, it can be a problem. Um, and, and it does cause problems in our you know, miles of sewer system and, and it can also cause problems in your you know, personal lateral. So it's, so it behooves you to try to keep that stuff out. Uh, the other thing we watch are med- medicines. Med- um, and so, again, again um, there's a program around the county, so you can take your medicines to either drugstores or, or police stations, but keep it out of the water. Uh, if it goes in the water, we, we actually, we've done some testing. We removed quite a bit, over 90% of, of, of the medications, but there's still, a portion still goes out. Um, we don't know if those are harmful for fish. What if the fish are depressed? Does that? I know. Yeah. Does that help? No. I know. No. <laughs> Sad crabs Sad, get the no. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, the also, yeah. Pollution prevention is good. Um, there was actually, I don't know if we talked about. Well, I don't know if we'll get there or not. But we, I, I, I'll just go there. Go ahead. Go there. Okay. Okay. So we have a program where we um, teach, um, or we we go into. Um, the class, high school classrooms and talk about sewer, called sewer science. We've been doing that for, I don't know, a couple decades. Um, I think we've gotten 20. I think my alma mater, 20, Lake Braddock, was one of those. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think as many as 23,000 high school students have gone through this this program. But but there was one, um, early on, one of the students underst- learned something about phosphorus and petitioned the General Assembly to remove phosphorus from dishwashing detergent, and it was uh, it was enacted into law, and so that's that's now a pollutant that we no longer have to have to have to remove. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. So Interesting. Nice, yeah, that was a nice story. Fairfax Coming County from High a Fairfax School. County Fairfax resident. Co- yeah, that's wow. Yeah, Herndon High School. Sorry, one. All right, Herndon Hornets. Huh? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, are there any other important? messages that you want to get across is there going to be a celebration for the 50th or uh you know what's yeah. what's going to happen yeah i don't i don't know looking at irene oh she's the, saying oh, yes yeah, irene's <laughs> giving a thumbs up yeah so i guess we're gonna have a celebration uh i i guess it's going to be scheduled in the sometime in the future i'm not okay. sure when okay awesome well it, it's 
don't know. This is one of those things that most people don't think about, you know, when they are turning their sink on or putting stuff down their pipes or going to the bathroom or whatever, where all this stuff goes and how it uh, comes out in the end after the processing. And, and I think it's really uh, enlightening for residents to have an understanding of that. And I think as far as a, a county that is uh, doing as well as ours does to know that, that uh, the finances and resources that the taxpayers do pay for that, that they get a really quality system out of it, um, lasting a long time and has a great idea for the future, um, and that there are scientists out there showing that they're seeing results um, that the watershed, what is happening as the, the water yeah. leaves and goes back out to the to Potomac River and then into the Chesapeake Bay on uh, the improvements for that. And, and, and so, uh, you know, as an engineer, as a science, how does that all make you feel? feels good. Um, you know, doing something productive every day, making the world a better place. That's what we're all out here yeah, for. Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess that's it for today. Was there anything else you needed to add? No, no, no. Thank you about okay, no, so much, you know, for your interest. It's and, always yeah. interesting to, to kind of hear what folks from from the DPWES have to say about uh, how all this, how what they do every day to, to, to make things better for the environment here. So that's all we have for this edition of EnviroPod. I'd like to thank you, Mike. Thanks okay. for coming in. Mike thank McGrath you. for joining us today. And of course, all the folks at DPWES that support our county, thank you for doing what you do. Uh, if you'd like to send us any questions or comments on our show, please send a message to swpdmail at fairfaxcounty.gov or call 703-324-5821. If you'd like to hear more EnviroPod episodes, all of our episodes are available on any podcast format, including SoundCloud, Stitcher, iTunes, and more. We can also be found at fairfaxcounty.gov slash podcast uh, and the DPWAS website. And thanks again to Irene for helping put this all together and the phenomenal staff here at Channel 16 for Fairfax County's EnviroPod. I'm Scott Coco. We'll talk to you next time.